Hey there, humans, and happy Thursday. I believe we're going to have to call it Thursday releases rather than Wednesday releases. I'll be updating that on all the various places where it says Wednesday, and we'll just call it Thursday from here on. Today, I thought I'd hit something that is something I always kind of try to push my students to do. I've talked in the last few episodes about the fact that over the past, I don't know, 20 years or so, I've talked to people from the likes of Steve Smith to, of course, uh, you know, Dr. Fambro and, and various and sundry people. And now having done a few episodes of the podcast, I've, I've gotten to sit down with Shelby Warren and upcoming guests are also kind of in this vein of people that are interesting to me in many, many respects of my professional and personal life. What you might call heroes. The old saying goes, never meet your heroes. I completely disagree. I think it's really cool to meet your heroes. Sometimes it doesn't go like you expect, but I've had really, really positive experiences that way through my college and just after college time dealing with the State Percussive Art Society chapter. Uh, and getting to put together the days of percussion and drive around various and sundry high-level percussionists, going to the national convention for that and various things, all sorts of things for band as I was doing band for so long, and going backstage when rock concerts would come to the school at Samford University. We knew the catacombs of that place like the back of our hands, and it was not uncommon for us to kind of wander back and find at least one of the band members, if not the entire group. And without fail, every time something like that would cross our minds or I would go to one of those conventions or whatever, I, I ran across the most humble, exciting people to talk to. It always strikes me as interesting that people don't want to, quote unquote, meet their heroes. I think that's kind of backwards, especially in today's society. We have all these various ways of getting in touch with people. And the worst that's going to happen if you send a message to someone is they're just not going to respond. And inevitably, if they're in a position to be a hero of yours or someone you admire, they're also probably a pretty busy person. So they may not be a rude person just because they don't get back with you. They just may have too much going on in their lives uh, to hit every single message that comes in. I have reached out to several people for the podcast who haven't responded. Doesn't bother me a bit. I think that's, that's totally fine. I, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I have been lucky enough over the years to have little minuscule conversations with R.L. Stein and Fred Savage and, and various people over things that I've I've posted that they were interested in talking about. And I think it's I think it's really cool that people, when it comes to it, just want to be treated like humans, no matter what they're doing in, in life. And oftentimes they have a, a real vested interest in sharing parts of themselves with you as a listener, as a fan. As long as you treat them like humans, I think that's really the important linchpin there. All of this kind of comes from my time at Samford with my major professor, uh, Dr. Tracy Wiggins, who kind of felt the same way and really encouraged us as a studio to, at that time, pick up the phone or, or start up an email and see if we could get a hold of somebody. Favorites of mine, uh, I called a composer named James Basta, who was at that time uh, getting on in years. 
his wife picked up the phone and we had a fantastic little short conversation. She seemed like the sweetest thing in the world. And then he got on the phone and we talked about the composition that I was doing of his. And it was just, it was just a really enjoyable time. And then fast forward a few years and I was doing an essay on early percussion ensemble literature and called up uh, the American composer, well, actually James Bostow was American as well, but uh, called up the American composer Russell Peck, who was a favorite of mine. He had, uh, the Alabama Symphony had recorded one of his pieces in premiere, uh, actually a percussion concerto. They had recorded the premiere recording of that. And so because of that, picked up that, that CD and some other things, I, I really had been a fan of his. Uh, and the beginning of that piece started with a snippet or kind of a reworking of his 1966 percussion piece called Liftoff. And I thought that was really very cool because that's pretty early in percussion ensemble literature. And so gave him a call, an amazingly sweet, lovely person. And uh, it was a nice long conversation about his compositional process, the things he was interested in. Uh, and what I find a lot of times is these people also are interested in you, the the person who is reaching out to them. He was a really sweet person and, and tragically passed away a, a couple of years later in unfortunate circumstances. But it's a really cool thing to meet people and not it, it, life is short. Um, they may not be available for you at some other time. If you have a reason or an inkling to pick up the phone and, and call, most people don't do that these days, but uh, to pick up the phone and text or to message on Facebook or Instagram or any of these things, someone that you, you're passionate about, someone who is interesting to you, like I said, the worst they can do is to say, I just don't have time for this right now. They might be a terrible person. I don't think you're going to find that out of all of the people that I carted around and dealt with over the years. Not a single person that I was actually really interested in and considered, quote unquote, important to me was that way to me. The only ones that were difficult to deal with were ones that I wasn't really particularly interested in in the first place. And I think that most people will find that to be true. Somehow we tend to sniff out the things in other people that are interesting to us, which means that if you're interested in that artist, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to feel a vibe coming off of you that, that makes them interested in talking to you. And I don't know how that translates over the internet, but I have found that it does. One of my heroes, and I've, I mentioned at the very beginning of the podcast journey here, that one of my podcast heroes is, is a a chap named Richard Schreiber, who is a trailer music composer and podcaster. And one of the things that he talks about a lot on his podcasts is the notion that like attracts like. And I think that's true. He tends to refer to that and your interests may align with another person's interests and you can work together or your uh, level in, in your profession is along the lines of someone else's level in their profession. Say, for instance, you're a composer and you're moving along with someone who is a movie director who is on that same kind of level, and you might tend to gravitate towards each other and want to work together. That's all certainly true, but I think it's also true in that if your interests align with someone who is well above your station, perhaps you're not going to have a collaboration with them or anything, but that vibe is there. That like 
attraction is there and you can have some time to speak with them and learn a bit about their craft or their personality or whatever. That's one of the great reasons uh, that I started this podcast is just to meet people honestly. You know, here we've talked to several people that I already knew, but that's going to expand outward. Even in just this first few episodes here, we're going to get into some people that I don't know directly um, that I've reached out to because I think their journey, their output is is quite interesting for me and will be for uh, the listeners that we have. So that's the goal this week. Find somebody you like, not not just anybody that you like. Some people don't like anyone, but find somebody whose art that you like and whose creativity that you admire and reach out to them. And if nothing else, just say, hey, I really like what you do. Thank you for putting that out there for all of us to enjoy. Or ask a cool question that you've always wanted to know uh, about them. Um, I was thinking today that if I talk to Danny Elfman, one of the strangest and most interesting things to me is like how to pronounce their album title that's B-O-I-N-G-O back when he was with Oingo Boingo. It's like, is that Boingo? Is it B-O-I-N-G-O like Bingo the the dog uh, or, or, or what? I'd probably ask that like early on in the conversation. And as stupid as that sounds, it's something I'm interested in and he would probably get a laugh out of it. Oh, and by the way, if you're interested at all in Danny Elfman, uh, his Coachella set was fantastic the first week, and he's repeating it for the second weekend. So uh, get on uh, get on their website or Facebook or whatever and find out when that is and watch it. It's so cool. So cool. Uh, but at any rate, I'll stop rambling and I think drive into work. I had to, had to kind of record this one on the go, which is totally fine. But uh, as always, if you would like to speak to me, um, though I don't think I've reached hero status for anyone. If you would like to speak to me, you can get me at Mike Casey Composer on Facebook or Instagram or at Mike Casey Composer at iCloud.com on the emails or uh, just visit my website at www.MikeCaseyComposer.com. You don't got to put the www in. Do we really anymore anyway? This has been a really cool journey, and I hope that you'll continue on with me on it. Uh, So for next week, we have an interview with a friend of mine who works in movies. It'll be a nice, uh, nice kind of shift here to get away from the music thing and talk about movies and, uh, and TV and the inner workings of some of that some with uh, uh, Mr. Zach Anesty, who is one half of the duo that hosts the Marvelous Nerdcast. If you'll recall, his wife and co-host Emily interviewed me for my very first episode. He's he's really cool, and his story is is really pretty cool. And he's well, well, well on his way up. And I'm super excited to let you hear him now before his name is a household name, because I think it will be. So yeah, tune in next week, and uh, we'll call it Thursday, and hear Zach talk about his path. If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, concerns, issues, or confessions, hit me up at one of my various and sundry addresses. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.